Hey kiddos, welcome to Dad Feelings, the podcast about fictional father figures and real-life dads with real feelings. You know, we've covered a lot of different kinds of media on this show. We've talked about television shows, we've talked about film, we've talked about video games, and we've even talked to some real dads about their real feelings. But one medium that we haven't really touched thus far is music, which I just realized recently is a little odd because it turns out that there are a lot of songs about dads and songs about being a dad. As it turns out, musicians, like most people, have complicated feelings about fatherhood. Some songs are overwhelmingly positive and sweet, maybe even saccharine, whereas others are more complex. On this episode of Dad Feelings, I wanted to discuss a few examples of songs about dads and maybe some by dads as well. You know, I was pouring over so many various titles, so many songs. And um, for this episode, I'm going to focus on just a few that's somewhat informed by my familiarity with those songs. And I do want to do more of this. So if there is a particular song about dads that you want to see discussed on the show, please do let me know. But for now, let's get right into it. And I want to start off with what I think of as one of the most iconic songs about fatherhood. This is a song that I feel like appears in media over and over, and it's almost become shorthand now for a very particular kind of dynamic. That dynamic is sort of the father who isn't around for the growing up of his child. And the song that I'm talking about, of course, is Cats in the Cradle, the 1974 song by Harry Chapin. So this song, if you're not familiar, it's it was uh, Harry Chapin's only number one hit, and it sort of became the best known of his work, and it became uh, an ongoing staple for folk music. According to Wikipedia, the, the lyrics started as a poem written by his wife, Sandra, and it was inspired by the awkward relationship between her first husband and his father. She was also inspired by country music. And Chapin said that the song was about his own relationship with his son, Josh, and he admitted that the song scares him to death. The song starts off with the birth of a child. Uh, the lyrics go, my child arrived just the other day. He came to the world in the usual way, so by the stork. But there were planes to catch and bills to pay. He learned to walk while I was away. And he was talking for I knew it. And as he grew, he said, I'm going to be just like you, Dad. You know I'm going to be like you. And as the song goes on, well, first of all, there's that iconic chorus, right? And the cat's in the cradle and the silver spoon, little boy blue and the man in the moon. So all of this imagery of like childhood stuff, right? These nursery rhymes. And then there's that really like, poignant line when are you coming home dad i don't know when but we'll get together then you know we'll have a good time then so just this image of the like the absent father and it's the the sort of imagery of the song is not that of like the deadbeat dad or like the the absent dad who's absent by choice but um the dad who's kept apart from his child through circumstances so you know there he's a traveling musician he has bills to pay he has to go he has to be on tour and all of this is keeping away from his child. One of the really intense things about this song is the way that the time skips so rapidly from one verse to the next. So the first verse, we have just this child being born. The second verse, his son has just turned 10. And his son has he gives his son this ball for his birthday. 
He's like, okay, great. Let's go play. Can you teach me how to throw? And his dad said, no, I have a lot to do. And we go into the chorus again. And then his son's back from college. And like, he's so proud of him. And he says, oh, I'd love to sit and talk to you for a while. And he says, oh, no, um, actually, dad, I'd really love to borrow the car keys and go out. So I'll see you later. Um, and at that point, the course shifts to when are you coming home, dad? I don't know when to when you're coming home, son. I don't know when, but we'll get together then, dad. You know, we'll have a good time then. The last verse is the singer has retired. Uh, his son has moved away. He calls up his son and says, um, I want to see you. And his son says, well, I'd love to, but I can't really find the time because I've got this new job and my kids have the flu, but it's been nice talking to you. And he hangs up the phone and says, it occurred to me he'd grown up just like me. My boy was just like me, which has gone from this kind of touching line of like admiration in the first verse to this like realization that he was never able to or in a sense, he chose not to make time for his child. And now that the situation is somewhat reversed, now that he is sort of older and, and seemingly alone, um, his son doesn't have the time for him. And presumably this cycle is going to continue. It's kind of, like I said, the quintessential song about this very tragic kind of relationship between a father and children, which in some sense I think is... Uh, you know, is is about the demands of labor keeping parents away from their children, but is also about, you know, he could have chose to hang out with this kid more. <laughs> like, uh, it, I mean, I think it's a universal phenomenon that parents go through of feeling like their children grow up really quickly. And in that sense, I think it is relatively... Um, you know, it's it's a song that grasps that the heartstrings of a pretty wide range of people. And at the same time, it's sort of, we want to take that tragedy as natural, you know? Like this song, um, when we get to the end of it, we're like, oh, if only he had made time for his kids. And also, we sort of understand that he hasn't, and we understand that this could only be a song about a dad. Um, you know, this song... For the song to be about a mother, it wouldn't have the same connotations. We wouldn't be able to understand it in the same way because we understand mothers as the parents who do spend time with the children still, I think. Um, and we have a little bit more of a discourse now of, of you know, mothers being kept away from their children by the demands of keeping in the labor force. But, but still, like, especially at the time, and I think still now, um, this has to be a song about the tragic father relationship, um, the father-child relationship. And in that sense, I think it kind of exposes some of our naturalized ideas about, about what that looks like and about how fatherhood is different from motherhood. Um, so that, that's kind of like a, a, tragic, um, a tragic song. And I want to lighten things up with, with this next choice. Um, this song is uh, also kind of a song that I think about a lot when I think about fathers, because this is a song that um, that my dad would play a lot as a kid. Um, he played a lot of Johnny Cash when we would be driving around in his truck. And I always thought this song was really funny. And it turns out 
that it was written by Shel Silverstein, which I did not know until I was doing research for this episode. But this song is called A Boy Named Sue. And so the song, it's it's about a dad who leaves very early, who leaves his son when he's three years old and doesn't leave really anything to to his uh, the mother or to to his child. So um, it is much more a song about, you know, a, a deadbeat dad or a sort of a dad who's who walks out and um the you know the the song is about it's narrated by the son and he's saying like you know i don't really blame him for that um but what i do blame him for is that before he left he named me sue and uh sue is actually there it's not unprecedented for men to be named sue so there is a sue hicks um uh, who was a uh, circuit court judge and was a prosecutor in the Scopes trial um, and may have been the inspiration for that song. Um, but so you have this kid and, and his father has left him with this burden, this name. And um, the song starts off and he says, well, he must have thought that was quite a joke and it got a lot of laughs from lots of folks. Um but because of it, he had to fight his whole life. So, you know, some gal would giggle and he'd get red or some guy would laugh and he'd bust his head. Life ain't easy for a boy named Sue. And as it goes on, he's sort of talking about how as a result of this, he grows up really mean and um, roams around from town to town and then eventually just like makes this vow that he's going to search the land and kill the man who named him Sue. So as the song progresses, of course, he, he ends up in this saloon and sees at a table dealing stud the dirty, mangy dog that named him Sue. And <laughs> he confronts him. He says, he, he approaches this, this big, bent, gray old man with this big scar and an evil eye and says, my name is Sue. How do you do? Now you're going to die. And he uh, he just decks him. He gets into this big fight, and the song narrates the whole thing. Uh, his dad comes up with a knife, cuts off some of his ear. The son busts a chair across his dad's teeth, and they go through the wall and into the street. And uh, and then they're just they end up holding guns at each other. And the dad gets this dialogue, which is the first time that he said anything in the song. He says, son, this world is rough. And if a man's going to make it, he's got to be tough. And I knew I wouldn't be there to help you along. So I gave that name and I said goodbye. I knew you'd have to get tough or die. And it's the name that helped to make you strong. Um, and then he's like, well, I, you just you fought a hell of a fight and you've got the right to kill me. I wouldn't blame you if you do. But you ought to thank me for the gravel in your guts and the spit in your eye because I'm the son of a bitch that named you Sue. And at this point, the narrator just kind of breaks down and gets choked up and calls him his pa and he calls him his son and he came away with a different point of view. And um, and then the song ends and he's like, you know, and I think if I ever have a son, I'm going to name him Bill or George or anything but Sue. It's kind of it's like it's a comedy, right? I mean, it's by Shelf Silverstein. Um, it's sort of a, a one of those stories about a father or a father figure doing something that would hurt a child in the short term for the goal of ultimately making them stronger, which is definitely well-worn territory when we're talking about fatherhood and obviously pretty fucked up and 
that idea is used to justify a lot of abuse and a lot of not great stuff. Um, in the context of this song, it kind of works because it's a jokey story um, in this uh, this country style. And, um, you know, the son ultimately learns, like, it's not like the son continues on the pattern, right? Like, that's kind of an interesting thing about the song is like, and and it works for the joke too, is, uh, you know, he comes away with this perspective of like, oh, I guess that is what made me so tough and that, that is what helped me get through the world. Um, but I'm still not going to do that to my son. Like, that's horrible. So like coming to this recognition of like, I sort of understand why my parental figure did this. Like, I understand. Maybe I don't like absolve them. Um and also, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> like, it's a, it was a bad thing to do uh, to name my son Sue. Um, so we're not we're not going to. I'm going to move a little more recent now. I think so. We've been talking about songs that were, um, you know, uh, Boy Named Sue was '69 uh, was when the um, that song came out, and then Cats in the Cradle was '74. So I want to jump ahead a little bit to. A song by Will Smith, actually. So we're into the we're into the '90s now, the late '90s. Um, so just the two of us was is kind of a cover, kind of an inspiration um, of um, or inspired by Bill Withers and Grover Washington Jr.'s love song called "Just the Two of Us." Um, so Will Smith did this version that samples. The, that track and incorporate some of the lyrics but um, whereas that song is about the love between a couple uh, Will Smith's version is about the relationship between a father and son um, so this song is actually about Trey Smith not Jaden um, and it was parodied in Austin Powers which maybe is where a lot of people kind of remember it from given that film's like baffling cultural resonance um still ongoing and this this is an interesting song to me because um that's kind of a an odd idea right is to take a like there are those like two genres of, of love songs right there are like pure like parental figure love songs and then there are like passionate love songs and and to take one and transform it into the other by by sort of changing it around a lot um is is really interesting and this song actually does follow the same kind of pattern of um of like a cat's in the cradle so it is like this linear narration of like the verse one is like oh um like you know his baby is being delivered and he's like i knew i would die before i would let anyone hurt you um but then all these questions start coming up like would i be man enough to stand up against or against wrong and choose right and everything um and just all these anxieties that bubble up like it's it's like a really raw song like the first verse is like oh my god i have a child am i going to have like the moral clarity and strength to navigate like all of these struggles and like to to sort of raise my child right um and just the first verse ends with with him like praying to god to just be like let me be a good father um and then you get the classic chorus, of course, like just the two of us, we can make it if we try building castles in the sky, you and I. Um, and then verse two jumps to Trey's five years old and 
he like you know will is like looking at him and thinking like oh he's like a, he's like just like me like um it's funny because you've got like your dad's ears and like i wonder what you're gonna be um like i'm just like i try to be tough but like you make me laugh all the time and it's hard to like to keep that up um and uh you know, I'm going to show you how to be a man and like just have dignity and like integrity and honor. And like, it's okay if you lose as long as you, you, you tried. Right. Um, and you can cry. There's no shame in it. Um, and, um, he also just says like, you know, it didn't work out with me and your mom because, uh, Trey's mom, Cherie, uh, they broke up in, um, I think 1995 before, um, before the song, came out um and uh he's it's just like okay well like it's um but like it, you know me and your mom aren't together anymore but like we loved each other when we had you and like we love you um like god like rereading these lyrics it's like a really good song um the last verse is just talking about how like you know you you've you've got it so much better then I had like I have to study to keep up with things like a hundred one Dalmatians on a CD ROM. <laughs> like, see me, I'm trying to pretend I know on my PC where that CD go. So this was definitely written in 1998, but like, oh man. Um and uh Yeah, it's just like um it's a really touching ode to to a child. And like it is um yeah, it's just like um really beautiful and like actually Will Smith um has written some stuff too about fatherhood that uh that's really great and like around being a father of daughters as well and like um encouraging them to have like bodily autonomy in terms of like, you know, them deciding what to do with their hair and their bodies and stuff. But this song is like a classic song about being a dad. Like it's sort of like the if the Harry Chapin song is like the kind of like tragic dad this is like the no i'm gonna fucking do this right like i'm gonna like just totally like master this shit like totally um be all over it and it's hard but i am gonna do my best and you're gonna have a great life and i'm gonna do everything in my power to make that possible so really touching like i really feel like it's a really good counterpoint to the harry chapin one um Speaking of daughters, um, I, God, uh, I really despise this one song, but I could not talk about it because, uh, wow, it's, uh, it's a bad song. Um, this is of course Daughters by John Mayer and, um, uh, yeah, so this is a song this is the uh, lyrical equivalent of as a father of daughters um because this is a song all about admonishing fathers to to nurture their daughters because because that relationship is going to affect their future relationship with men it's so bad john mayer is not a dad as far as i know i don't think so i feel like i would have heard about that and like the song is like about his relationship with this girl who is just like a maze where all the walls all continually change. And, you know, he does all he can to, to, to help her out. But now he's starting to see like, maybe it has nothing to do with him. And honestly, I didn't really know 
I never really paid attention to the verse of the song. I was I worked retail this summer that this song was really big. And so I heard it like every day. But all I know is the chorus, right? Like fathers be good to your daughters. Daughters will love like you do. Girls become lovers who turn into mothers. So mothers be good to your daughters too. Like, yeah, there's this note about mothers, but like it's not really that important. What's important is that um, that you have a good relationship with your daughter as a da- as a man because you have to keep her warm and not make her have weird daddy issues for when John Mayer comes along is sort of the message there. Um, because girls become lovers who turn into mothers. Hachimachi. Um, so John Mayer explained this song when he appeared uh, on VH1 Storytellers in 2011. This is from Genius.com. He explained that he was frustrated with so many beautiful women who have, quote, daddy issues. He said, I loved a girl a lot, but she couldn't trust men. And if you trace it back, it was the first man in her life she couldn't trust. I know the song sounds like I'm just sitting around the house spitballing, thinking of really lofty things to think about. Super lofty. But it really is the result of tracing it backwards to find out how I could possibly love this person. And the answer is you can't. Because someone else didn't before you. So this is also Daddy Issues, the song. Or like the accusation of Daddy Issues, the song. Ha. Ah, okay. Verse two. Oh, you see that skin? It's the same she's been standing in since the day she saw him walking away. Now she's left cleaning up the mess he made. Frankly, I'm surprised it doesn't say now I'm left cleaning up the mess he left away. Because I guess you could argue, and it's like a big, big, big stretch you could argue that this song is trying to be compassionate is john mayer trying to understand this girl's difficulties but it really just comes off as like bitch you're fucking crazy and i'm just trying to like get up in those guts and if your dad hadn't like messed you up then i could have been in those guts like 24 7 but i just keep thinking about your dad so maybe john mayer is the one who has um has the issues but oh boy, verse three, here we go. Boys, you can break. You find out how much they can take. Boys will be strong and boys soldier on. But boys would be gone without worth from a woman's good, good heart. Ha! <laughs> John Mayer. John Mayer, you suck so fucking bad. He just, he just fucking sucks. He's the worst. I hate him. Why did I don't want to talk about this song? Because it's an example of a terrible song about fathers that was played all the time that people think is sweet. This hit number one on the U.S. Billboard adult pop songs. It hit 19 on the Billboard Top 100, just the general ones that they let any song go in. People thought this was good. This is the kind of music about fathers that people think is good, that people think, you know, that a father's job is to prepare her to be a wife, which I guess that is what people think, guys. That's what people believe. I don't know. This subject is like actually, you know, the legacy of parental abuse or like not even abuse, but like neglect or just like coldness. Like there are entire books written about this. Like the drama of the gifted child by Alice Miller is like a classic text on this. And it talks about like how those parental relationships affect intimate ones later on. 
John Mayer, this Alice Miller, this ain't okay. This is just a, you know, yeah, you could fuck around with boys, like whatever, man. Like I'm, I don't care. I'm not trying to fuck them, so doesn't really matter to me. Um, but girls, like, just like, don't make them crazy. Don't make the pussy crazy, please, dads. I'm begging you. I hate this song so much. I don't know that I can. I do have to talk about the bridge, and then we're moving on because it's no, it's no, 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 no. The bridge is on behalf of every man looking out for every girl. You are the God and the weight of her world. I can't. I can't, guys. I'm done. I can't do this anymore. I just, if we're going to talk about weird, if we're going to talk about like weird sexual stuff, like that then i just want to move on to father figure i just want to talk about george michael you guys because like let's just talk about father figure can we just talk about father figure for one second on this show obviously this is a track off of faith 1987's faith and um this is a song about george michael or by george michael where he um he says that he'll be your father figure put your tiny hand in mine i will be your preacher teacher anything you have in mind <sighs> he's dad he's daddy um i mean the religious imagery is really interesting because it you can see that in songs like papa don't preach um bad religion sorrow um this like use of father you know because father is like a religious title as well um it can also be like our father god um so the religious imagery here is much more compelling than that in uh that other song i just talked about which i can't even name anymore um yeah man this is a really good song huh let's just god look can we just roll out on on father figure today yeah, that's going to do it for Songs About Dads Volume 1. Uh, roll that beautiful father figure footage, I think. Um, so thank you for joining me for this very special exploration of Songs About Dads. And again, if there are any songs that you want to hear discussed on the show, obviously there's so many more that we could talk about. Uh, Dance With My Father, Papa Was a Rolling Stone, My Father's House. There's a lot, you guys, so... There will be future volumes of Now That's What I Call Dads. Until next week, bye kiddos. Dad Feelings is hosted by Merrick Kay and produced and edited by me, Nick Bravo. Dad Feelings is a part of Stay Mean, the world's only podcast network. We're entirely listener-supported. If you enjoy the show, please consider becoming a patron of Stay Mean at dadfeelings.com support. Our theme music is Swell Content by Speedy Ortiz off their album, Foiled Deer. Thanks to Car Park Records and Sadie Dupuis for letting us use it. Please mention us on Twitter. We're at DadFeelings and at StayMeanCo. Or rate and review us in iTunes. We really appreciate it. Thanks for listening.